Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. And I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. Welcome back everybody. Uh, we've just got finished with Holy Week, beautiful Holy Week. And now we're, I guess what would be called into Easter week, Lisa, right? Yes, we're in the first week of Easter. Beautiful. And what we're going to do is this coming Sunday is Divine Mercy Sunday. Yes. Which I believe John Paul II, he uh, canonized St. Faustina, right? Yes. And then he uh, said that the Sunday after Easter would always be Divine Mercy Sunday. Yes. So Lisa's got some stuff she's going to share with you all today. So go ahead, Lisa. So the amazing thing I thought um, I found was that, so St. Faustina wrote her diary in 1930s, and that's when Jesus was giving her all these messages. And Jesus said, I would like a feast of divine mercy. And we waited 70 years until she was canonized to have this feast. And uh, St. John Paul II is the one who initiated it. The church doesn't move fast. No, so we they take don't our time with this stuff. We listen to Jesus. We just take our time to, okay. to discern his will properly. Oh, you know what I was also interesting was that the... St. Faustina's diary was put on the list of forbidden books by, by, the, by the church because they thought it was dangerous to the faith or morality of the church. And it was because uh, the detractors of her diary thought uh, that she had some theological errors, so it couldn't have been from Jesus. But uh, they let, later found out that the translation from Polish into Italian was not correct. Uh, there's always that translation <laughs> issue that you yes. have. Well, clearly the church saw uh, uh, the light of Jesus in uh, canonizing her as a saint. Yes. And She's the Apostle of Mercy. Oh, very, very nice. Yes. I like that. Yes. So tell us about some of the readings that she had in her diary, or what are you thinking? Well, she Jesus told her to create the image of Divine Mercy, where it's the painting of him with the water and bl uh, blood gushing out of his heart and has Jesus, I trust in you. And St. Faustina actually tried to draw the picture herself, but she was not an artist. She wasn't. So, so she was like, Jesus, I can't do this. So he said, don't worry, I'm going to send you somebody who will. Yeah. So she wound up get getting, um, she had to change convents. And that's when she met her spiritual director, Father Spook. Foco or something like that but anyway he's like oh I know an artist I'm gonna call him in so that's how the image uh, was developed that's divine providence right there yeah moving cool. somewhere different to yeah. find the artist to, to draw it it's St. Joseph's uh, one of the churches in the Hampton cluster they have a huge divine mercy picture over to the right yes. when you walk I think in St. Vincent's does too I think you're right and probably St. Mary's, but I don't go there enough to know. Yeah, my old church, St. Joan of Arc, they have one that's up against the... When you, if you walk all the way in and then turn around and look back out, oh, I believe so there's a... Oh, it's a little harder a, to see. Yeah, there's a picture right there. I like when churches mercy. do that. It is very beautiful, and it's a beautiful picture, and it's a reminder of God's love for us uh, completely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what else have you got in there, Lisa? Well, in addition to uh, having uh, written the diary, St. Faustina was also given visions of heaven, hell, and purgatory, which I thought were pretty, uh, which was pretty amazing because I think that's not really as known as her diary. So when she was given the vision of heaven, she said that I saw how all creatures give ceaseless praise and glory to God. And I saw how great is happiness in God. 
which spreads to all creatures making them happy and then the all the glory and praise which springs from this happiness returns to its source so i thought it was really cool that's very cool and you know really if you think about it paul's at saint paul asked said that we should pray unceasingly yes. as well yes and i think we think that that's hard to do sometime but right now we're sitting outside and it's a beautiful day and you can just see the wonder and awesomeness of God's creation oh, all absolutely. around you. So I think we have to train ourselves. And that's what I think what I'm getting from what St. Faustina said about heaven is that uh, we can experience a glimpse of what it's like uh, in heaven just by the beauty that's around us and even in the beauty of the people that we meet. So often we want to look at the dirt and the grime, if you will, right? but the sin, but there's so much beauty in everything that God has created, including all of us. Oh yeah, and that's what Divine Mercy is all about, is putting aside people's sinful nature and being, you know, God is merciful, merciful to us, so we have to be merciful to others. And I think that's the challenge, is that we are called, Lisa, to have that same mercy to the people in our lives. And if you look at the Our Father prayer, you know, he asked us to forgive the trespasses of those people against us, yes. and then he'll forgive us our trespasses. Right. And so if we don't, we've, we've got to hold up our end of the deal in <laughs> all of right. this. So what does she say about purgatory? I'm very interested oh, in so that. Oh, so this was, I thought this was really cool. She uh, was, t uh, she asked the souls in purgatory what their greatest suffering was, and they all answered in unison, a longing for God. And the super cool thing is that Mary tends to the souls in purgatory, and they call her star of the sea because she brings them refreshment. And I never knew where, where Star of the Sea came from. Wow, that is really neat. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. That is that is a really, really and wouldn't it be wouldn't it be really awesome if you could like right now go and interview the people in purgatory? Oh, well that wouldn't mean I went there. Well, well but but she she said she did oh, that, right? Yeah. She wrote that yeah. in her diaries. True. Right. To to go down and kind of do a how long have you been here? Right. What's yeah. it like? Have what, them on the podcast. Yeah, what is Mary like when right. you see her? Right. Yeah, have them on the podcast. That right. would be we would know we would have arrived at least. The good news though is if you're in purgatory, that means that you are in on route. your way to heaven. Exactly. You yes. are in route to heaven, which yes. is good. Oh, yeah. This is always good news. Okay, so we've done heaven, we've done purgatory, and that means we have hell. Yes, and she said hell was large. So that's, Ooh. yeah, that's not good. Um, there are seven types of suffering and torture in hell. Um, the first is the torture of loss of God. The second is a, remor a perpetual remorse of conscience. The third is the condition will never change. And there's a fire that penetrates the soul without destroying it. So they have the suffering of this endless fire. The fifth one is a continuous darkness and suffocating smells. And they see the evil of themselves and others. And the sixth one is Satan is their constant companion. Wow. And the last is a horrible feeling of despair and a hatred of God vile words and curses and blasphemies so yeah hell is not the place to ugh, okay horrible. i need i need to go to reconciliation right now <laughs> right. lisa because you just scared the hell <laughs> right, out of me right, literally right. that that is the most uh graphic description of hell i think i've ever yeah, heard. yeah i thought it was pretty amazing that we don't hear more about her uh visions of heaven hell and purgatory and and, and folks hell is real yeah and i think we can uh, 
lull ourselves into a false sense of security that uh, everybody's going to be saved, everyone's going to go to heaven. But as St. Faustina said, hell is very large. Yes. Sounds like that indicates to me that there, uh, there could be a lot of people or yeah. Satan's hoping that a lot of people yeah. are going to yeah. end up there. So he's created a large place. That was really, really scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. It sounds... Ugh. Well, this whole idea, we really do have to take our relationship with God seriously uh, and, and build a relationship with him. And in building that relationship, we realize that we need to constantly be reconciling ourselves with him. And as we suggested, with the community as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and in doing so, uh, we will grow more in love. And I think we'll also attune ourselves uh, to avoiding the occasion of sin more often than we normally do. And that's why he created this uh, Feast of Divine Mercy, so that we could be in a relationship with him, even if we maybe have um, turned our back against, uh, against God at one point in our lives. He is just so merciful, so he opens his arms and just waits for us to step into them so he can embrace us. Yeah, and God's divine mercy is for, for everybody, and I think our goal should be uh, for all of us that are here on earth to uh, to make sure that hell doesn't get any more souls. Yes. That oh, we, yeah. uh, we, uh, we keep it as empty as we can. So the Divine Mercy Prayer, I know there are some opening parts to that prayer, Lisa, and then there's some closing parts. But do you want to share with our listeners the main part that's sort of said like the rosary? Sure. So... Okay, let's see. Put me on this Eternal spot. Father. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of your dearly beloved of Son, Son, our, our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, Christ in atonement for our sins oh, man. and those of the whole world. I listen to it on CD a lot. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. It's a really cool um, prayer. And somebody said I shouldn't say cool so, more, so much, uh, so I apologize for amazing. using that word. Amazing, beautiful, most awesome yes. descriptor. But it's funny how we find out those things that we use on and on uh, when you do a podcast. Believe it or not, Lisa, it's been over 10 minutes. Uh-oh. It's Divine Mercy Sunday. God wants to pour his mercy out into your lives each and every day. Get right with him. Go to reconciliation if you haven't been in a while. Mm-hmm. He longs to meet us there and to forgive us. Oh, yeah. I'm Deacon Dave. And I'm layperson Lisa. See you later. Bye.